welcome to another episode of crime bro we're officially at 22 hey deuce 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 my jukes <laughs> whatever that means <laughs> but man man i appreciate all y'all listeners you know for rocking with us for as long as y'all been rocking with us man this mm-hmm. ain't easy. It ain't cheap because we talk about some gory, also some sentimental stuff. So we appreciate y'all for rocking with us. But today's episode, I don't want to say it's it's more on the intense side, but it's on the like, it, it it has some funny moments. Let's put it like that. It has some funny moments because you gotta put some light into certain situations, you know. Always. Yeah, so the guy we're gonna talk about today, like, you know. You guys all, all heard about El Chapo, Pablo Escobar, like the the the, the big things, like the, the big crooks, the big drug dealers, the ones that like El Mayo, like the, all, all of them. You guys heard all about all of them. But this one is like under the radar, but yet he's how he beat all of them. And what's his name, Noah? His name is Say Chi Lope. Man, before we get started, in honor, you know, of America, Asian Pacific American Heritage Month, you know, we thought like, why not? Why not do somebody of the Asian uh, Asian culture? Nobody mm-hmm. like nobody's really known or talked about really. So, go ahead, Noah, give us a, give us a little something something about Say Chi Lope. Yes, sir. So Say Chi Lope, like you said, very underground up until recently because he did get re- arrested. In 2021, that was January when he got arrested over in Amsterdam. But before all that, this man, guess what, Mac? He was born in 1963, but there's no record of his birthday. So, I mean, this this dude kind of like floated under the cracks. They say he's 57 years old, but I'm sure without any proof of his birthday, like he could be just lying about that. He could be younger. He could be older. So we're just going to say he was born 1963, currently 57 years old. and He was born in the province of Guangdong in China um, as a teen. And a young adult, he was a member of the Big Circle Boys, which was a gang over in his hometown. He was getting into some trouble there, um, kind of understanding the ropes and how the gangs in Asia or that part of Asia were working. And then he moved to Toronto in 1988 at the age of 25 years old. He had a fiance. He went on to have a few kids over there in Toronto. And he also learned a lot from the Montreal Mafia, not too far away from Toronto. And basically, that's where he learned the power of alliances and also the Mm -hmm. power of like underworld economics across the globe. So he really got globally tapped in while in Toronto and man, he continued to traffic over there in Toronto, had some connections in Asia, obviously, because that's where he was born. And that's also where he earned the nickname Asia, Asia's El Chapo because he was starting to get his claim to fame. But in the 1990s, he did get arrested in the United States and spent nine years in prison before you know he became the man that he is today right it's funny though when i was doing research on this guy like to to read about the, the him getting arrested for the years and stuff and then that kind of you know some people like they get arrested some i can't speak for everybody but some people they get arrested like their mind goes okay like this isn't the life for me he gets arrested and he gets more involved into the crime syndicates and all of that but what, what was funny to me was the fact that like you said they call him the asian el chapo he has so many other names. Yes. So many. So it's, uh, there's the first one, you know. How you say it? Go ahead, Noah. I'm a bone to butcher it. Is it Sam Gore? 
No, the, the his actual name. Oh, his actual name is Say Chi Lope. Say Chi Lope. I can't say I don't want to butcher it. So I, <laughs> I rather know already learn. I'm going to let him run it. And then he was also known as Brother Number Three, mm-hmm. Tim Gore, T1, Alop, G, Z. And then to me, the funniest one, Dennis. what a a nickname you had to throw a dennis in there like all right like what's the meaning behind that one is that his americanized (laughs) name but like what's going on dennis the menace (laughs) (laughs) he's definitely been a menace to much of the world right right but um yeah like this guy after he got released from uh from prison in the united states that's when he started the same Sam Gore, you know, syndicate, which, you know, had f- members from five groups of the triad. Like before we talk about that, I don't know if you guys are familiar with what, who the triad are. Triads are like the Chinese, like bloods and gangs kind of thing. Like they, they, they have sections. They don't like each other. They don't like each other from certain regions and stuff. And then just like in Japan, they have the Yakuza's and certain regions of the Yakuza's, they don't like each other at all right mm-hmm. this guy just was able to get five different members from five different triads to join his uh sam gore syndicate i don't know how he came up with that name sam gore but the sam gore syndicate consisted of triad members from the 14k club uh 14k triads the wu shang wu the sang yan the Big Circle Gang and Bamboo Union. Hmm. This guy, like, he was not playing because those are, like, the serious tribe, uh, groups because watching Rush Hour, if you ever watch Rush Hour, they, yes. they tell you about the triad. And those are the serious ones. And he was, yeah, that's how you know he was about business. He was not playing around. Hell yeah. And that, I think it's, it's worth noting, too, there's also a region in South west asia known as the triangle which consists of areas of thailand laos myanmar and then southwest china but that's where they call it the golden triangle because it's basically the golden triangle for drug trade and you know a lot of it's been a a lot of different like warlords and you know different people who kind of run that area but no one person has kind of dominated and unified like you said the five triads the way say chi lope did and that's why he did kind of became such a notorious name once they did find out what he was doing in 2019 because a lot of people were just kind of, like I said, these gangs were kind of acting lonesome and then they would beef with other gangs. And so no one really had like that much power to make, you know, like the Sam Gore syndicate does now. But damn, I think that's crazy. Like whatever you learn from the Montreal mafia or, you know, the power of communication or how to work with one another. I mean, that's crazy. Like the fact that he was able to unify so many tribe members like that you got to give it up to him. At least this man who had to communicate and unify people. Right. Right. And also like he, he went as far, like, remember how I, I talked about earlier, like I said, the Yakuza's like Yakuza's are mortal enemies of the triad. Like no matter like mortal enemies, Japan and China. Like if you watch mortal Kombat, you, you see sub zero and um, scorpion, right. They're mortal enemies because sub zero is from China and scorpion is from Japan. Like they're mortal enemies. Right. But this guy was able to get Yakuza members to, to, to like local, like gang affiliated people to join his group. Like he was able to get, hey, like, I know you guys hate such and such, but 
there's only one color we're seeing right now, and that's green. Yeah. That guy, that guy was a genius, like in his own way. Like he was such a diabolical businessman. That's how, that's what I want to say. Like he's a diabolical businessman. His train thought like was out of this world when it came to unif- unifying people and also make getting money that like people, that wasn't being made. Like he found a way to make it. People noticing he was making it. You know. Yeah. So it's worth mentioning, too, because you brought up nicknames earlier and the Sam Gore syndicate is also nicknamed the company because that's their motto. They're just they're ran like a company because they're trying to make money. Obviously, they're doing a bunch of legal shit because of it. But it's also worth throwing out there, too. In 2018, it's estimated that the Golden Triangle in that area that produces a lot of heroin and methamphetamine, they uh, they produce roughly around a six. I guess they wouldn't produce their estimated to be a 60 billion dollar industry that entire golden triangle anger area and in 2018 it's estimated that sam gore company the syndicate they yeah. made 17 billion of those dollars so a large chunk of change almost a fifth of yeah if you're doing the math right it's almost a fifth of the entire golden triangle trade for heroin and methamphetamine was run by this one guy and this one in this one guy's company you know yeah and it also it, according to you know certain statistical things that was done. I, it wasn't done by me because uh, math is not my strong suit. <laughs> but they said uh, that, that from that $17 billion, from 8 to $17 billion, it went up fourfold. Mm-hmm. So that's four times that in five years. That's crazy. Like, what are you doing with that much money? Like, shit, I can't even, I, I get $10 in my pocket. I, I'm like, oh, that's, I don't know what to do with it. Like, <laughs> you get, like $17 billion times four. Jeez. What are you doing with that, bro? Like, shh. I know they're, I know they're trying to launder a lot of that money. It's reported to casinos, hotels, and different stuff in the area, but there's, there's no way you can launder that much money. Cause that's just, that's just a, that's boatloads of money. That's crazy. Right. They also had connects in Australia. I mean, when you're entering, like, I, I get it. Like, you could launder your money throughout different small mom and pop shops, like, lo- lo- organizations. I think that's one of the reasons, too. Like, they built the roots that they did with the local crime syndicates because they felt like, all right, if they could, you know, wash their money and clean it for them, then at some point, like, you know, they would be looked at, the money would just come in and there'd just be money coming in and nobody would question it. Right. Mm. And I think that's one of the reasons why this guy's name hasn't really been out there. Maybe it maybe it's he's been on their radar for a while, but really known him because he claims he wasn't the leader of the Sam Gore syndicate, you know, so you never know. And with like big, powerful mafias or gangs like this, like it doesn't really matter who's the leader at the moment because it's just such a well-oiled machine that it's going to continue regardless and that's one Mm -hmm. thing that you know we mentioned earlier in the podcast he did get arrested this year in 2021 but there's fear that that arrest alone is not going to stop this big circle not big circle sorry the sam gore company from you know stopping what they're doing like it's just one piece of the puzzle but this is an entire like you know a machine like if you one screw is loose all right we just find another screw put it in and this machine's still going to operate the same way it did so it's something to definitely keep an eye on because this shit was like we were just talking about, man, the amount of money they're making is crazy. And obviously they're doing it in a very legal way. But see, that's the thing too. The drug industry will never die. And that's something like everybody knows, like they'll find ways to shut, shut one down. 
it, it's like a snake with a million heads or whatever. You you cut one head off, two more grows in its place, you know, kind of thing. So it, it, it's 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 like one of those is literally going to con- continue. It's going to be a continuous affair to where like new drugs are going to be developed, which they are. You know, like they're going to find ways to make money off of things without even like trying really because they are old as the system. There's already been people who's done, who've done most of the work. So all they got to do is follow suit and be like, all right, they did this and this didn't work out for them. How can I do it to, you know, be more invisible? Mm. You know, like right. I'm not telling you guys how to go out and commit crime, but think about it. Right. If if you if people have done things and they made and you could learn from those errors, you literally could become a multi-billion. Like nobody, like I said, I didn't know who the hell this guy was until you brought him up to me. No clue. I've heard of El Chapo. Everybody's heard of El Chapo. Everybody's heard of Pablo Escobar. You know, like the big names. People have heard of those. But when you come, when you bring this guy up, I'm like, who the heck is he? Like, yeah, what's his what's his contribution? But he's even more powerful. He was more powerful than Pablo and El Chapo. Mm-hmm. And I think I think damn. that's well. Go ahead. No, I was just saying, damn, that's crazy. <laughs> yeah, it is crazy. I think what's crazy too, this is just my theory and theory for the name Sam Gore syndicate. Cause I, I believe it's Sam Gore translated to English. I forgot what language Sam Gore is in, but Sam Gore in English means brother number three. And I feel like you feel me out on this one, but brother number three, because Pablo Escobar was number one. El Chapo was number two. Mm-hmm. Maybe Seichi Lope is trying to be number three. You think that that could be a possible theory? Maybe. I mean, he will, but then again, he outbid them in so many ways. As yeah. far as like monetary wise, drug wise, like he was in the fentanyl, you know, uh, methamphetamine. Like, let's just say that the drugs that 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 drove a lot of people crazy. That that's pretty much what he provided. It wasn't mm-hmm. like cocaine and marijuana. Like it was no. It was like the deep shit, like the 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 hallucinogens kind of shit. Like that's what mm-hmm. he gave, he provided. So I don't know. It's, it was it was in a different time, so maybe maybe he is trying to be like the third well known drug kingpin to ever exist. I mean, mm-hmm. I don't know, but that's psychotic. Yeah. Now going back to his arrest, I did want to throw in there that he was arrested in the Amsterdam Schiphol International Airport. He was the most wanted fugitive by the United Nations and the FBI at the time, and this was a ten year plot, Mac. From the Australian Federal Police, this they started this like drawing up plans and tracking this guy since 2012. At the end of 2012, so I was I just graduated high school in 2012. They've been tracking this man since I was in high school or just got out of high school, and they finally were able to catch him at an airport. He was flying from Amsterdam, apparently back to his uh, one not I wouldn't say his hometown, but I guess his second hometown in Toronto, Canada, and that's where they were able to bust him. And obviously more information will kind of pile up as we get more information about him and what's going to happen to him, obviously. But it's crazy. Ten years it took to get the Australian PD or the federal the police, uh, federal police to actually get him down. And they finally did so. But, man, that just shows you the kind of power and the sneakiness and the basically the ability to move without being seen in, in today's world. Because, you know, Pablo Escobar and El Chapo were living and had their reign during very different times when technology wasn't so ready and it wasn't easy to track people like it is now and this man was able to top them in a much more advanced time 
but see also too money talks mm -hmm. you know like if you've ever i've seen documentaries on el chapo to where like his crime syndicate you know um that there's a name for them i forgot the name of the, the, the cartel but they literally make the police fear them right mm -hmm. to the point because some some police officers are under under their control like they have money they get paid blah 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 but to where like they could literally roam the streets with guns and nobody could say anything to them right and Pablo Escobar did the same thing to where he used to pay police officers to look the other way as he was sneaking drugs across borders. Mm -hmm. You know, he, he had somebody giving him intel because that's probably why it took them 10 years to catch him. You know, somebody was feeding him intel. It was like, hey, like, you're being looked at, you're being looked for in such and such place. If you're going to travel, just go this way, go the mm -hmm. other way. You're going to go that way, go the other way. And I think that that probably what kept it for 10 years. So that's why it took him so long to catch him. But at the same time, you know, like if you looked at, I looked at some of his pictures, he could pass. And this is not a knock on him, but he looks like just a regular guy, you know, mm -hmm. like a regular person. He could literally, you don't want to just walk on somebody and be like, oh yeah, you're like, you fit the profile of the person I was looking for. Just like a regular guy. Especially in Canada, there's a lot of Asian Americans, I mean, Asian Canadians in, in Canada, right? You have the Indian Canadians and the Asian Canadians. So you really can't assume because based on a profile, like, oh, this is the person, unless you actually have a perfect visual of that, what that person looks Because like you said, we didn't have his date of birth. We have no information on this guy. Mm -hmm. None. He might, he might as well be CIA, for all we know. <laughs> you know? Because the CIA people, their profiles does not exist. Mm -hmm. You can't find anything on them unless they want you to. So, I mean, I don't know. Maze a plant. I don't know. I, I'm, a, I'm one of those people I believe in certain conspiracy theories. Like, certain people are placed in certain um, form of power just to see how the market would go how long it was certain organization to catch up to them. And then when they finally do catch him, they're like, oh, yeah, he, he was CIA. Like, yeah, he's incarcerated, but he's literally like, you see him, hey, hey, Steve, hey, Dennis, Ooh. what are you doing? That's, that's, <laughs> yeah. an, that's an interesting twist. I, I like that actually right there. That Maybe that's why he was able to get away so long because he was part of another organization. Right. So I don't know. I, that's just my sense. Yeah. I, I'll, I'll throw another question for you, though, because we talked about earlier – whether it's gangs or cartels or mafias, you know, it really doesn't matter sometimes who's in power because if they have this many people in place, you know, just the next person up. Do you see this Sam Gore syndicate still being able to control that much of the Golden Triangle and continue to traffic the drugs they do to those, you know, surrounding countries without Seichi Lope? Because he, remember, he was the man who brought those five triads together that which has never really been done before in recent history. So do you see them still continuing on even though their leader is you know and locked up right now could be locked up for a, a long time um i say yes and i only say that because el chapo when he was that he was able to run his uh cartel in prison right mm -hmm. so if el chapo could do it i'm pretty sure for someone who who's done that nobody else has ever done to bring five different groups 
together and also have them working with the enemy, their supposed enemy. Like, if he could do that, I'm pretty sure that he'll have a way to keep making money while he's in prison. He'll probably have the most luxurious prison sentence in, in, in ever in history oh, because, yeah. like, he'll have so much money. Like, where's he serving his sentence? Yeah. Uh, I don't, I, I, what was that? Well, I'm saying, where is he serving his sentence? That he hasn't been put in front of a court of law yet. So I misspoke. He's not locked up right now. He is in custody, but he will be eventually locked up. But that is something to keep an eye on because remember when Pablo Escobar, too, when he got locked up, he had his own prison and he had the soccer team come play for them, uh, the, not the National Colombian soccer team. And, you know, it wasn't a normal prison experience for a guy like Pablo Escobar, you know? Yeah, and now Chapo got arrested, and what happened? He helped them escape. Yeah. So, like, you, you, you tell me, you tell me how you feel. Like, when, when you first told me about him, my first thought was, is he, is he incarcerated? Like, was, was good? Like, cause I have no triad come look for my black ass. Like, <laughs> you know, like I would be like, oh yeah, what happened was, yeah, we, we, we're not talking trash about Dennis. We. <laughs> yeah we're just doing this for fun man all peace peace be with you and and, and sending love and positive vibes to everybody out there <laughs> all that just just don't come for me like but you think about it try as don't lay you know mm-hmm. so yeah, it's a shame that we live somewhere like in missouri they're never gonna find us right it's cool like uh, it's not like they're gonna listen to our other podcast episodes <laughs> <laughs> uh but like all jokes aside though like yeah that was one of my my first concerns right because like i said like you said we live in a day and age where technology advances is up and ready and available to us that you can find anything on anybody at, at the blink of an eye like if you know your way around at the mm-hmm. blink of an eye you can find things. and and that was one of my concerns i was like damn like we're doing this on this guy he he's a, a drug lord all this and all that but at the same time, like, nah, man, like, it's something that needs to be spoken of because you have all these people who are unaware of certain activities that are going on around them. And he's one of the activities that are going that's going on right now. Like, he's literally, like, happening as we speak, mm-hmm. you know, and it needed to be brought to light. So, I mean, it is what it is. We're in Missouri, chilling, Detroit <laughs> slash Missouri slash Wakanda. Like, come look for us. We're, we're chilling. <laughs> Damn. <laughs> but, man, all I, all I got to say, yeah, the, the, the syndicate will continue pushing. They'll continue selling. They'll continue doing their thing. Because at the end of the day, again, one, one head gets cut off, two more grows in its place, and they'll probably even spread out even more now. And they'll mm. be even more careful because now they won't, they might not have one leader, they'll have multiple. So that way it's like a, a checks and balance kind of thing, right? Hold mm-hmm. each other accountable for certain areas and certain things. And then they'll report eventually to dennis i'm gonna call him dennis dennis yeah yeah and it's, it's worth noting to the listener just kind of keep an eye out on the situation because like we said earlier in the beginning this is still like a developing story he, he was just arrested in 2021 he was actually only like his real name was only known until 2019 and the amount of stuff that he was doing with the sam gore syndicate so this is all relatively new developing story keep your eyes peeled for Seichi lope um and he could be you know you could be hearing more stories and more stuff break out within this year with the next two three years and i guarantee you within like 10 years they're gonna have like a netflix special on this guy say lope the asian old chapel and like 
I, I guarantee you, I can, I can already play it in my head because that, you know, people love this shit and they love to hear this kind of stuff. And obviously it's so intriguing that he flew under the radar. And that's why I wanted to do something like this because typically we do people that are more well known, but this is like I said, still developing. So kind of cool to see this or kind of not even see this play out, but to keep tabs on how it plays out. Yeah. So watch Netflix going to be contacting Noah and telling him to come do the, the breaking report. Breaking report. Stitchy Lope has been out of prison. Noah's going to be like, what? Y'all called me to do this? <laughs> oh, shit. <laughs> but yeah, uh, it's all fun and games. And, and But uh, in all honesty, guys, like this one to be brought to light because, again, it's happening around us. Around us. And in a time where, you know, People are dying for no reason. Things that people are, you know, people are dying off of drugs, literally, like certain drugs that are killing people. So if you if you're, you know, you do drugs, this is no knock on you. You do your thing. Like I'm talking about like the, the most serious ones. Mm-hmm. You, you you do your thing, boo-boo, live your life. You know, like like this the commercial says, honey nut cherries, live better, leave happy, leave better, whatever. Mm-hmm. That's Walmart slogan. I don't know. <laughs> I'm not a commercial guy, but anyways, the point is like, this is no knock on anybody. We're just bringing this up because this is something that's happening around us. We have, we all like are surrounded by kids who are impressionable and they see they do. So at the end of the day, if we bring light to something happening, maybe just maybe we might be able to like slow it down around us. Mm -hmm. Just maybe. Spreading awareness. That's what it's all about, you know? I mean, I, I don't have much to say about say no more because I said enough. <laughs> yeah, I think that's pretty it's pretty much gonna wrap it up for say leak. Ah, I almost messed it up. Say Chi Lope. <laughs> Hi. For the person who actually knew how to say his name, <laughs> you didn't say it right, Noah. <laughs> <laughs> Damn man. <laughs> But, Probably shouldn't uh, be clowning his name. Oh, uh, it, it, it's okay. Wakanda, come find me. <laughs> My name's Black Panther. <laughs> oh man! All right, all right, all right, <laughs> all right. But uh, with that being said, guys, um, you know, let us know what you think, man. Know, let them know where to find us. Yeah, you can follow us on Spotify, Apple Podcast, Google Play, all the podcast streaming platforms that you can listen to podcasts on. Be sure to follow, like, and subscribe to the podcast homepage. And don't forget to check out true100radio.com, spelled T-R-U, the number one, 100radio.com. We are also on that platform, as well as a few other dope podcasts local to the Orange County area, so be sure to check them out. Yeah, man, with that being said, again, Thank you guys for rocking with us for as long as you've been rocking with us, you know, and keeping rocking with us. And we got more in store for you. There's so much more to talk about. But in the meantime, wash your hands, wash your ass, stay safe out there. Wear a mask, even though they just said they just lifted the mandated. You don't necessarily have to wear one. But I mean, use your best judgment. That's all I got to say. Yeah. Be courteous. I I know like certain stores and restaurants will still make you wear it. So just be ready. Be prepared. It's not going to go away for a little bit. So, you know, just kind of be cautious with that. Be considerate for others. Other than that, man, y'all be good. Don't do anything me and Noah wouldn't do.